there's a surprising amount of like um, banter mm. in these auditions and and these sort of. <laughs> You know, well, I'm already terrified of any sort of small talk, but <laughs> yeah. then you're doing this performative personality assessment that's kind of impromptu on the fly. It's not, you know, it's, they're not going to list that in their audition yeah. requirements for these right, schools, right, but right. it's certainly part of it. And it's very much like, you know, are you interesting enough? I are you like, interesting enough? I feel like what they do is the sort of verbal equivalent of grabbing you by your ankle holding you upside down and mm-hmm. just shaking and seeing what falls out of your pockets. Well, that's what my audition for Sunny Purchase felt like, but yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. And I had nothing in my po- I had nothing in my pockets. Did you, like, you were, know, when you were when you were when trying was, to apply or well, I did, mean, did did you submit? I applied. I did. Oh, right. Yes. I got a rejection. Yeah, I'm letter. not a good like, listener. Um, no, no. Uh, no, but there were other places I did get in that interesting. were excellent. Yeah. But then I opted to go to art school, which I didn't need to be academically excellent to do. But you were interesting. You're interesting enough to get accepted into an art school. That's pretty. I guess. I mean, I, I guess you don't. It doesn't. If you have money, you can Victoria go. is an incredibly interesting person. Aww. Well, I mean, uh, that's sweet. My friend. I have worn a lot. I'm of, only friends with interesting people. I've definitely worn like a lot of weird hats. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've seen I've seen you wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. It's and weird. I think and it might. And it's just well, it's just weird because you're not usually wearing a hat. Well, so that, any hat you wear is weird to me. But, but it's that big phone cowboy one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Oh, hey, Chelsea. Oh, hey, Victoria. Uh, you know what I need today? What? A breath of fresh movie. Oh, me too. All right. We'll see if this works. That's Feminism, yeah, um, uh, soap dish. So I don't know. Wait, just wait. Dry, oh shit, I messed it up. No, you're good. You're good. Okay, this is a breath of fresh movie. Soap dish. I just kidding. soap dish. <laughs> soap dish. <laughs> I was giving you room. Soap dish. Um, soap dish. I'm so excited. No, a sorry. weekly podcast yes. where me, Victoria Harley, and me, Chelsea Pope, we watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it. And we may not talk about everything, but we will talk about anything. At any time. Um, and, spoilers and spoilers ahoy. Ding, ding, ding. You also, we might spoil another movie along the way. On, on like, <laughs> I just. There's no warning for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's me. I'm sloppy. And no. that's usually, I'm usually throwing out another example of a thing and comparing it. And then I'm like. It's inevitable. Oh, it's like this plot point and this other thing. Oops. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it's. <laughs> My bad. Whatever. People live in the world. You know, it's fine. I mean, it's usually movies that have been out for a while. So I just, yeah. I didn't, you know. Like today's film. Yes. Do you want to tell them what it is? Because I don't think you said yet. Oh, um, <laughs> oh shit. You don't remember? It's something, it's a, um, it's a thing in a bathroom. It's a thing you can, mm-hmm. you can make well, it's a, technically it's an unnecessary accessory Do you because feel they're mostly built. Well, because well, it's usually built into a lot of bathrooms. You you That's probably true. you have a little nook in, in your in my yeah. in my apartment too. There's a little nook for like a soap yeah. bar. I think it's just in this. Who uses soap bars anyway? I still do, but I also like. Oh sure, me too. <laughs> oh sure. Oh, that was a test. That was a test. You uh-huh. passed. All right. I'm a really clean person. Drinking I love all forms of soap. No, actually, I'm just, we drifted a bit. <laughs> I think it's soap. I think it's a soap it's, dish, it's right? Soap dish. Soap dish. Just but it's soap. one word, by the one way. One word. And when I was doing research for this, at a certain point, the trail went cold, and all I could find were how to make your own soap dish, 
DIY, like build your yeah. own stuff. Yeah, no, you know, there's there's not a there's not a a library of analysis on this film necessarily. Not a, ton. Not a you come across something and you're like, oh, this is like a diamond in the wrist is underappreciated gem. I feel like in this case, it's it just it's an impact thing, right? Yeah, I remember this. Maybe I remember this movie um, being shown on Comedy Central a lot when my family finally yeah. got finally got cable you know yeah. it was like my the summer before freshman year in high school big summer big summer yeah. for being inside Look, you're already <laughs> exuding so much nostalgia yeah i feel like there's a nostalgia connection i think there is and i feel like they used to play this but i never watched it and i didn't yet have i went through a brief period of really adoring robert Downey jr because i thought oh he's so like strange and weird and he's got you know he's, he's cute he's a bad boy and he's cute yeah and he's, he's, he's but like he, mr handsome boy mr handsome boy <laughs> The, the older I get, the more I find him to be like, I think you're a troubled person. <laughs> and oh. Like, and I and you're you're borderline annoying. Oh, wow. Which not to be a shit because I know drugs are a big part. No, of I think you could story. be meaner. I could be. No, <laughs> no, it's but easy. No, I, I'm a fan, I'm actually, saying, but I get it. I and, get and it. And this cast has like I'm, I'm saying all this to say we have an incredible cast in this movie. This is this stack. This this stack is casted. This stack is, uh, casted. This stack is cast. No, this cast is is um, I mean, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of great people. Yeah, in it, I mean, you know, two time Oscar winner Sally Field. Yeah. Uh, Oscar winner. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Oscar winner Kevin Klein. Yeah. There's a lot of Academy and not, you know. Kathy no. Moriarty. Yes. She's a lot, a, a lot of people seem to, the immediate association I was getting from YouTube was yes. that she she's the Casper villainess. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a much better reference for our audience. She's also <laughs> Tish, the voice of Tish on Hey Arnold, which she is the, um, she, she marries the gym teacher. Gross. The more you know. Yeah. Well, she's a she's a she's not a student. She's she's another adult lady in the cartoon. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's not. Like, no, it's not one of the. It's See, not I, like I'm obviously. I don't, I don't think it would air I'm not, that. I'm not familiar with the canon of Hey Arnold. That's you should be. Cool. It's yeah. a good show. Sorry. That's Make okay. It's it's children's fair. I'm just a child. That's don't okay. don't. Well, don't listen to me. I've, so, I have soap dish is a movie <laughs> that centers on an ambitious television soap actress who connives with her producer to scuttle the career of the show's longtime star. But nothing goes according to plan. It's funny the way that 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 that, that line. That well, you know, yeah. well, that's cool that you did that. But also, I can't help but acknowledge that, like, that would have been a more interesting story to follow. Yeah. To see, like, in a, a, a near, like, successful not, sabotage. Yeah. And that's, like, but not that's not exact, what we follow. That, that is almost a B-plot. You no, know, it, it's fully a B-plot. And it's not even something that, like, Maybe I, I didn't follow it, like, close. I didn't follow that storyline closely. I wasn't, I didn't care about it, it didn't that. feel like a storyline so much as just a permanent condition. I just, yeah, I just, I just was like, oh, yeah, like, everybody hates this lady and wants her to fail. Everybody, yeah. You know, everybody, everybody's trying to get in yeah. that position. So I, I didn't put a lot of stock in it so it's like yeah it just kind of doesn't really yeah it's a lack of impact no and um you know apart from some of the people we mentioned we also have a young terry hatcher mm. uh we've got elizabeth shoe mm-hmm. uh kathy najimy yeah uh and, oh and <laughs> carrie fisher how yeah. funny was she it was just like once i was oh man she was a bright spot that was a, i was just was like I wish put, she had, put more Carrie Fisher I'm in like, there. I wish that they had combined Carrie Fisher's role with the Downey Jr. character and just made it like another woman. That could have that could have been an, like you know with more more of the sensibility of the uh, original Carrie Fisher character, but she yeah. has maybe like the job role 
Like, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I just think like a little more, he was so like grovelly. Like I didn't like that. It's, it's for, again, stacked cast, just not, but not, not how I want to, yeah, how it, I enjoy them. I also think it's described often as a satirical comedy. I think it, tr- it, it just barely kind of qualifies as satire. In that. I think it like misunderstands its source material. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I maybe. think I think the parody, I don't if know. It, it, like the whole. Are we pre- being mean? No, no. Like the whole premise of this thing is that okay, soap operas—they're crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the lives of these soap opera stars might be crazier, and it's about you know all of these clashing egos. Wouldn't it be crazy if the set of a soap opera was like a soap opera? I mean, what a leap. Um, and the problem is but that it doesn't like it doesn't really... feel though like a soap opera no. actually. It feels like this other bonkers level of zaniness, but it but it's not like screwball. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, zany comedy, but it's not it's sort of hellish. I mean, honestly, yeah, like, like it's just it, well, that's again, it's like I didn't feel invested in like the stakes of almost of just like anything that was happening. Yeah, I, I which couldn't, is like kind I, of the opposite intention. I, well, of soap, I couldn't like, tell I don't know. if we were like, am I am I supposed to like be caring about these characters, or are they all meant to be? Yeah, fixtures that are just is, meant to is, be mo- is, mocked. Yeah, is know? is like, Sally Field someone I should be rooting for her to fail, or is this? Was it, or are they all just terrible people and that's the thing? Or, yeah. Or am I supposed to be rooting for them? And there's or? like an almost incest thing? <laughs> like, you know. Oh, it, no, they're, they're legitimately. Did like, they sleep together? No, okay. but I feel like like the but desire they, was there oh, at the absolutely. end of that date. And they were gonna, they were gonna they were kiss. Gonna, yeah. And then he like just, just dodges her and goes for the forehead. Right, right, right. Then that's and then Sally Field is on the pipe. Wow. The, the, yeah. Okay. So we just yeah, because she because Sally Field thinks that they did right. go into the I room remember. together. I remember because there's the underwear. And um, I don't know. I don't, like I don't I don't I don't find it funny or care when it then then you get the reveal of yeah the of the, when the when the big like shocking reveals or I don't know it just doesn't hit like I guess because I I kind of don't care. If you like it, you like I it. Mean, if I you think, don't, you don't. I, I don't also, think I think if you like soap dish. You should watch Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. It's it. I feel like you'll watch that and you'll be like, "Oh, this is this is cheese from Happy Cows." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Happy Cows live in California. Uh, yeah, um, that's exactly it. It's that's like, the, it's like that it's vibe like a, of like, "Oh, this is like the like, Austin. This is this one's dairy product. This one's real milk. This is or, real milk. you know, yeah, it's right. like." Uh-huh. I think also, um, death becomes her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Another one that if you want the high camp. Yeah. Death Becomes Her is is a much more focused satire. It's it's focusing yeah. on the issue of aging, which is something that any woman can relate to. And it's taking it. It's a very targeted send up. This one feels like, OK, they're trying to target soap operas. But in doing that, they, they I mean, we, we were talking about this a little bit before, but soap operas actually aren't this wild and crazy. People say things in this sort of dim, low energy, yes. slow push in. I look forward to sharing the Owen Gleiberman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm little, sort of paraphrasing it a little no, bit. No, but it's yeah. your, because it's because it's something. It's something you look at other uh, how other people word or yeah. say things, and it's like, like, you have better words. You're better at articulating things. But the, it's a, it, you get that feeling when you're watching it, and that's what leads to you. It's you know the, the, these reveals. Or, you know, I'm fin- me personally I should say it leads yeah. to me finishing the movie and just I don't care about what happened yeah. and I didn't really have fun yeah I did I'm with you um the real at the award the, the award show at the beginning like was a strong opening 
like they're showing the clips yeah. from the other you know it's a little bit of a zoolander vibe you're setting yeah, up this reality yeah, yeah. Of, of like kind These of are, an egotistical is, character here's the queen of the daytime and they're, they're at the top of their game and yeah. they're about to get challenged i mean the bold and the brash all my trials. I, I mean, love the sun also sets. Is the funny. sun also sets is really this, this funny. Is silly I mean, name. so it's like I was like, oh, okay, we're on the good, we're on a good track here. You know, I was like, they set me up to feel like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. And then it, it just yeah. sort of I don't is there know. something that's supposed to happen in this? No, they're just they're just really yeah. You know, I think I think they set up this glamorous world so that when we meet Kevin Klein's character who is watching the awards on a TV, he has to turn the channel like with a yeah. set of pliers. Yeah, we're we're doing we're, we're tra- establishing we're, this co- this status. Yeah, and I thought uh, his gap. scene doing dinner theater, doing death of a salesman in a room full of people who are old and can't hear very yeah. well and are eating their dinners and spitting out their little bits of bone and like it's not, you know dinner theater is miserable. If anyone, I I mean I don't I've never had to do it as a performer. I've certainly attended them as an audience sure. member. Not the ideal way to. Well, you know, if you really love it, any opportunity is a golden opportunity. You're right. You're right. You're lucky for what you get. Uh, Be right. grateful. That's true. Apparently, Kevin Klein really had <laughs> done dinner theater before. And yeah. he also had done soap operas. He was yeah. like one of the only people in this movie who had actually been on a soap opera. Yeah. And I think it's <laughs> kind of yeah. interesting that he seems to do it the best. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I just I love Kevin Klein, and I think he's very like aware of himself. Yeah, and he's very he's very measured in everything he does, but in such a way that like it's it's organic. Like I yeah. think it's that kind of mm-hmm. like he makes it look so easy kind of thing. Yeah, he's very natural. But I think he's very you yeah. know I think he he's he's even, put a, he's put a lot of work into yeah. it. I should say well, in a good way. I say and that, even you when know? he reaches these sort of like heights of insanity yeah he sells it like he can actually sort of stick that yeah i feel like he understands like the objective and what he's doing and he but it but it's also earnest yeah we love we 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 love us some kevin klein and and look there's a lot of people in this movie who i like again that's what's so confounding field is also just she's inherently likable and if she wanted to play a more like shrewd kind of again a death becomes her kind of narcissist and that is exactly what she wanted she was interested in working on a project about actors and she wanted to play something yeah but then it's just but then i heard her i watched an interview with her where she said this and then she sort of backed up and was like, but, you know, like with a heart of gold. And it's like, so still you then. Well, you know what I mean? You know, like, she did finally accomplish p- playing a, an irredeemable bitch in Where the Heart Is. That's true. When she takes Novali Nation's $500. I told you guys there'd be spoilers for other movies. And you just got one for Where the Heart yep. Is. She comes in for one cameo scene in the hospital room, smokes in the room. Novali gives her $500 because she's dumb. And then she never sees her mom again. I remember uh, oh, Sally man. Field was on a like a few episodes of ER. She played Maura Tierney's mother and she had like bipolar disorder. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not I shouldn't laugh at that, but, but it's it was, just, I remember that run. Her outbursts are like comedic, you know, like they're, they're, they're like, like not, yeah, she was, there's no weight to yeah. it. I'm so used to it. It's like the whole time, the whole time, yeah, like, I mean, like Mrs. Jackson, yeah. she's so, I don't know. She has an incredible, t- I mean, I, I'm pigeonholing her, but that's the thing is well, like it's tough to break out of a. I don't a, know though because you know she won what for um, Norma Ray. That's yeah. one of her Oscars, and in that yeah. she's. I don't know. I mean, she's not. I mean, it's been a thing, you know. It, it, 
There was a there was a, a be kind rewind video about oh, yeah. her Oscar win actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and they kind of talked. I mean, because she was from the Flying Nun, and this has been yeah, a yeah. this has been a, a, a persistent struggle for her to try to to break away from this. Uh, comedic but also like this whole whole there's America's like a wholesome yeah yeah. So, yeah and trying to just, um, just you know I, I don't know and then um, you know and i like her so i want i want to i, I want to so then i want to like the character well, and, and some people i read some reviews that said that they felt like whoopi goldberg was was pretty tame in this i thought she was i thought it was a nice she was, that was one of the more in, in entertaining moments on the escalators oh ooh. Oh, I know I'm, you. You're her. Shut up. You're her. Shut up. It's you're, you. It's you. That's a fun. No, that moment was, at the mall I really was liked adorable. That. And like also was like such a. That was fun. The fact that she like. I was like, oh. The we're, fact we're, that we're, she suggested it. Yeah. Let's go build you up. Yeah. Like, that was actually a tender kind of sweet thing to yeah. do. To yeah. go to the mall in New Jersey. And, um, you know, it's the, the whole archetype of the supportive, like, side character thing is, is I, annoying. But, I mean, she well, she I, is also, but she is also the the few times, you know, she comes out and I'm like, I was like, really like, oh, okay. Because I was drifting during this yeah, times. I, I think the scene where she's asked to write, this guy back in who yeah. they killed off. Like, I thought yeah. that was very funny. You know, the whole, like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, well, you know, be creative. He doesn't have a hit. I like, did see, I feel like she has a certain like tone, like a voice of reason in this that almost, it's like it's re- it's funnier because it's refreshing. Yes. Yeah. I almost also felt that way. It's kind of like when we saw Amsterdam yeah. and ironically, I think like Mike Myers was, was right. Oddly his, good. His, his comedic oh, take. Drinks on me. Yeah. There was, there was a tone to him that was like so refreshing compared to what ev- everybody yeah. else's no, he felt weird like, shit. Was. He felt like he was completely in control of what he was doing. Yeah. Like, you felt like you were taken care of. And that's like, the vibe with Whoopi Goldberg in this, yeah. I think. And I was reading a little bit about how, Prior to this, I guess, uh, and I could be wrong, but, you know, her personal style, she hadn't really gotten away from, like, I think somebody said she hadn't worn a bra in like a decade yeah. or something. But good th- for her. This was sort of an opportunity. She like she got into it a little bit more, got into the image mm. of it, and I guess had a lot of fun working with the costume designer and, mm. and like went for a gown and went for things that she normally doesn't, isn't associated with. So it was like kind of a cool moment for her, I guess, you know. And yeah. I will mention that the... Um, the costume designer was actually the same person who worked on Dynasty, Nolan Miller. So they brought in a person mm-hmm. from like a soap, almost like a soap opera kind of show. Um, the production design was done by Eugenio Zanetti, who was inspired by Dante's Inferno because yeah. his whole concept for this, and I think it comes across, is just that, oh, like working in TV is hell for an actor. So he created sort of a, the down in the pit is yeah. like where the acting is going on. And yeah. there were those bright, bold red carpets and the, you know, it's like, ooh, it was very gaudy. 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 Like, and I feel, I feel like, the, I just thinking about as you're describing that, just like this, this film is, feels just very like, like gaudy. There's, like, I don't know. Unre- it's just, it's just, we're just, oh, that, that, that's the parody. Everything's so over the top. It's so every, unrelenting. You know. It's like, it's just, there's no, breathing room yeah like and uh, yeah I don't this know. should have been directed by paul thomas anderson <laughs> we could have had some really cinematic shots yeah <laughs> yeah there were also just i don't know the scenes you know that are i couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a writer's room or if it was a producer's meeting you know there were these scenes around the table where they're making story decisions and that's very hectic and it's like i don't know yeah it's like it i'm thinking about like a, like a parody of a soap opera that really nails the tone um, children's Hospital. Right. right. The Adult Swim. Yeah. It was no, Adult Swim, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that that like tone wise and the absurdity, the over, mm. or also that that other um, in sort of a different tone, the Matt Berry one. Oh, you Toast know. of London is that it? Yeah. Uh, He's like, no. he's doing, there's like this parody bits in like a hospital, I think a hospital oh, or something. Okay. I don't know. I've only, Somebody's I've like only seen clips of it. I'm just thinking right of now. the clips. I know. They're like, you, ah! <laughs> you ding dongs. Yeah, these girls are so stupid. These fucking ding dongs. Uh, they said the F word and coffee. then they called us ding dongs. They called us ding dongs. Um, a few notes about this. It was produced by Hollywood Road Films and distributed by Paramount. As I mentioned earlier, it started as a broad concept by Sally Field. Uh, I don't want to give her like origin credit, but it kind of is in the way that she. So the story was kind of developed and kind of for and, her. Yeah. yeah, like this was like, oh, I just I really want to play this kind of character. Yeah, and, and so I they really, wrote the story around. And I really this. want to do a story about actors. So initially, it started at uh, TriStar. Initially, it was a different director. Initially, there was a different writer. So it went through a lot of changes. Robert Downey's character was originally supposed to be kind of in his 40s, and mm-hmm. they changed the role and made it a younger, more ambitious kind of guy, which it works, you know, it does fit him. Carrie Fisher was in the middle of writing two screenplays, a novel, and a TV pilot, but she worked in time to do her role in this. You know, for all the, like, the, the flack she's gotten about, like, her, you know, the substance use and all this, you know, the... You know, the she this, was uh, working. She... She worked, worked so hard. She worked so hard. And prayer candle and for good, her. And good stuff was happening too at this time because this was around mm-hmm. time of postcards in the edge and mm-hmm. you know, good stuff. Um Whoopi Goldberg, of course, was doing like Star Trek and Baghdad Cafe. Mm-hmm. So she was still fitting in time for it. So a lot of people were really fucking busy. Um apparently casting Jeffrey, that was really the biggest challenge. Jeffrey being, you know, the the one Kevin Klein plays. Yeah. And, and they wanted Kevin Klein because, you know, yeah. he was so funny. And of course, he got the. Who wouldn't want him? I mean, really. (laughs) I learned that Kevin Klein was known for being pretty picky about what he would do, so much so that he was known at CAA as Kevin (laughs) Decline. I like that. (laughs) I think that's good. But I also am like, come on, Choosy's smart. Good for him. You know, I mean, it's right there. Yeah. Like, like. Yeah, Klein to Klein. A, it's, no, perfect. It's, it's perfect. A mis- it would be a missed opportunity Absolutely. not to yeah. do it. I'm glad the agents have a sense of humor. Um, there you go. Kevin Klein agreed because he really liked the director, Michael Hoffman, and the film he made, Promised Land, which I think was a Sundance competitor, if not jury prize winner. Klein was, as I mentioned earlier, he was actually on a soap opera from 1976 to 1977. It was called Search for Tomorrow. And he played Woody Reed, who was <laughs> as, described as a serial cad, which I'm like, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was probably hot as Did hell. Did he have a Woody Reed? <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, man. Um, I mentioned the production design and all that. Oh, do we want, let's talk about reviews. Oh, yes. Yeah? I'll just say like a few. Yeah. People kind of like it. People do. People kind of like this. We're, we, I, we, we didn't really talk. I think fingers. we didn't really talk about. Um, well, I really wanted to, you know, Victoria, she basically does everything. So she sent me this <laughs> review from Entertainment Weekly from Owen Gleiberman. You know, and he's a guy that over the years, and I used to, and I was like younger, and I had the Entertainment Weekly as a teen, and I'd see his reviews, and I'd be like, you know, he's 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 a he's a hard ass, but he makes points. Owen's Owen's good. Yeah, he was he was he was tough on Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yeah. He was tough on my Toby, but I was like, you know what? Fair, fair, valid, true. Anyway, so he did the um, this is his first little blurb of his review of Soap Dish. Uh, he says the most lunatic thing about daytime soap operas is that they don't seem loony at all, regardless of how outlandish the melodrama. The addictions, affairs, and tragic diseases, the never-ending cycle of scandalous backbiting, 
The lurid shenanigans always unfold in the same airless, low-key atmosphere with bland actors reciting their lines in an earnest daze. Yet that's never what soap opera parodies feel like. In Soap Dish, everyone carries on in the shrieky hysterical style of Harvey Corman. The movie is so busy reminding you of how outrageous soap operas are. Really, folks, these are wild, wacky shows. That by the end, your ribs ache less from laughter than from being elbowed. <laughs> oh, just, oh, I didn't wow. read the last sentence when oh, you said this to me. Damn. I only read like the first half Same. of this. I didn't catch that. Like I, I said, he's a real, he's a real. What a bitch. He's, a, he's, a, bit, he's a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> well, no, love... but like he's, he, he, he's got, he's got his own. words. Oh, oh. He's got to, he's that got is it. I he mean, makes like, points. He makes points because, you know, we haven't. OK, here's what we haven't talked about. Yeah. The ending of this movie is so. Obs- it had this weird like I, I just wanted to say, did yeah. you get like a noises off kind of vibe of kind of you, you, I don't know if you know no, that place like that. that. So you see all the hijinks of them trying to put this play together and everything's okay. going on wrong backstage while the play's okay. happening. And I got that vibe that they were so, kind of trying to go for like this hijink slapstick. Maybe. I just didn't know that reference. It's on me. Don't know. It's um, it. It sucks. I mean, the thing. Yeah, <laughs> the thing that we haven't got to, which is like, I, I wanted to talk about all those points because I want it to be clear that we're not just like woke mobbing here, okay? But this ending woke is, mobbing. Yeah, this well, ending is freaking. Oh, it's just dis- really cringe. It's so disgusting. Hey, look, I'm still a fan of Ace Ventura, and it has a similar <laughs> reveal of like I'm not. You know, I'm not a fan. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel. I mean, I make these concessions, even though it's cringe and I would I, you know I, I tolerate it because the, the rest I, I like the rest a lot of the rest of it I, personally there are other things about the movie that are that, that you get, don't have to if you don't like it that's okay again this is me doing what I feel like other people who are de- would who would go out of their way to oh, defend no. soap dish which is just I'm defending it out of nostalgia I my mean, nostalgic relationship listen to this we movie. had a copy of Ace Ventura in our house it got watched more than once there's no question there's I think, funny stuff in there but. I'm I, I I feel like I'm I'm in a way like demonstrating what I perceive a fan of soap dish yeah like yes that feeling no of, I don't want to yeah, say if you, you know okay like yeah I don't want to say like oh if you like this movie you're a monster no that's no. not what we're saying at all it's just obviously that the there's ending, like context and whatever but the ending we discovered that the the woman who's been trying to scuttle the career as we used that was the word we used earlier yeah of Sally scuttle. Fields, Sally Fields character Somebody goes and does some research, finds a high school yearbook, shows up on the set and reveals that, guess what? She was a he and pretty much just is this. It's the subject of a bunch of gross out humor and and um, and shame and ridicule. And Robert Downey Jr., who's like had sex with this this woman, uh, is literally gagging like he has to get up to leave because he feels sick. Yeah. And it's It's, just it's it's much. It's much. It's it's. And what's a bummer is that it's, it's not some kind of th- throwaway joke. It ends up. You know, at- I don't think I like Ace Ventura anymore. <laughs> I just thought about it like ten seconds longer, and I was like, "Wait, why did I defend that?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't, I don't even fucking like Ace Ventura that much." I mean, I guess I was trying to be apologist for it, but like, I don't. I, you know, it's. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I saw it talks about his butt, and that's I dumb. Mean, I saw. <laughs> I, I saw it like. Um, not recently. Burning bridges, but, alienating fans. Yeah, but recently enough that I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know about this one. I mean, because the, the whole, okay, just to quickly. No, no one's a villain for enjoying it f- uh, for what it was at the time or having nostalgic, a nostalgic no, connection was, is what I want to say. Yeah. But also, like, I don't have a good time watching that stuff now. But listen, like, comedy ages 
the fastest. And yeah. it's a shame that the ending of this went the way it did because like I said, it's not just a throwaway joke. It actually recontextualizes the entire movie because now, and it also ends with this person detransitioning back to being a man and is now at the the dinner theater that Kevin Klein was yeah. at at the beginning, and it just was so like I guess oh so yeah punishy. I guess I'll just I'll just I'll just uh just uh change into my I've been found out I guess this is it like yeah. and, and the idea that like it's the punishment why do they deserve that yeah like because they were ambitious in fact there's a moment where they say something like I'm. I'm a victim and I don't have enough, I can't do this forever and I don't have all this time. And it's like, that shit actually makes a sad kind of sense. It, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it just, I don't, I don't find but then, it. Like, so the stakes, so you have these like, you know, on yeah. your end and I felt this too, like, you know, it's like, so like certain aspects of this are kind of serious and the, but then the yeah. stakes, we're not supposed to take anything serious. Like there, there's not supposed to be stakes. Yeah. It's, it's I'm hard. not supposed to care, but then when I do, I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting. And I think some of it was burned. that we wanted that they wanted this big soap opera twist. You know, I think that was what that was. They really... just, it's the shot. It's the, yes. the shocking reveal. Yes. Um, stay tuned. You want to, you want to stay to the end. Um, yeah. And I have heard that they're going to adapt this into a TV show with Whippy Goldberg. Interesting. I, that was announced in 20, well, last year. I don't know if it's still going forward, but I imagine they will, if they're smart, they'll they'll dispense with that, <laughs> that, yeah. that idea or they'll or they'll just do a better job of uh, telling stories. Maybe like make that. that character into more of a protagonist figure, yeah, which they, I could see. I could see maybe following someone's narrative that way of trying yeah. to work in the industry, yeah. you know. As, we'll see. I mean, if uh, it even comes trans, together. Because, of course, Whoopi Goldberg like yeah. goes in and out of favor you know depending on what she says on the view um <laughs> some other movies that came out around this yeah. time were backdraft <laughs> mm. what about bob mm. thelma and louise hudson hawk drop dead fred home alone which had been in the theaters for like 29 weeks at this point oh my god and it was number nine at the box office still so, wow um and then we haven't talked about our director too much uh michael lynn hoffman was born november 30th 1956 in hawaii uh his father was in the navy and stationed there and they uh his mother and father eventually moved to payette idaho where he grew up he attended boise state university and was elected student body president good job um, he was the co-founder of the idaho shakespeare festival which mm. is currently still that's running. cool yeah that's cool he's cool as we get more into him, I'm like, oh, he was a Rhodes Scholar, which that shit is impressive. Yeah. Like, nobody's a Rhodes yeah. Scholar. Uh, he got it in 1979. He was the first person from BSU to get that. So he went and studied uh, Renaissance literature at Oriel College at Oxford. He also founded the Oxford University Film Foundation. And it was over there that he made a student film called Privileged with a young Hugh Grant. He became friends with British filmmaker John Slicinger, uh, and which is a good friend to make. And uh, <laughs> after Privileged, he made a film called Restless Natives, which was about Scottish kids who robbed tour buses, <laughs> which sounds actually really that interesting. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. Then did Promised Land, which he also wrote. Again, that was a big success at uh, Sundance. Followed by Some Girls, then Soap Dish, Restoration. He did One Fine Day. Oh, yeah, that was, that, that was a thing. Meg Ryan that was a and thing. George Clooney. I've never seen it, but it, it, was a, it was a thing. I remember there was like a, <laughs> there was a group called, a singing group at our middle school called Motion. 
or sequence. I can't remember which one. Oh, yeah. But they did like a medley of like one fine day because from, that, from that, that movie, movie had come out really re- So they had yeah. like a soundtrack medley that they. Yeah. Okay, so here's the interesting one. He adapted, directed a Midsummer Night's Dream. Like our favorite. So our, yes. our Midsummer Night's Dream. He did our, yes. Man, I wish I liked this movie more. I know. I'm rooting for all these people. I know. I'm yeah. actually kind of rooting for the premise. That can be fun. You do you do the right kind of absurd, dry. It's it's like what Uncle Lieberman was saying. You know, it's yeah. like kind of, I think like it just did a really good job sort of articulating how we felt watching this is just like there's that dissonance of it not really hitting the mark of what it's trying to yeah. be a send up yeah, and, of it's like I, it's just not satisfying yeah and I, like, I i think you know he clearly has done other better work you know yeah this, this isn't a high point um, it's Night's Dream. i know i'm like oh okay All and right. that explains also that he and kevin klein All who's right. also a great shakespearean actor right so of course they see eye to eye you can take him you can pull him up from the guillotine yeah he's not he won't go down for this <laughs> he um, shall be spared <laughs> he also directed the emperor's club mds game six out of the blue oh he and kevin klein are like friends the last station Gambit, which is not about the X Men character, uh-huh. um, the best I know, the best of me, and then okay, so this is interesting. He wrote and directed uh, an in depth film about Gore Vidal that was based on an in depth biography, but it starred Kevin Spacey, and was like done and ready to be released. Oh, and then and nope, and then and no, then yeet. nope, nope, nope. So never been released. Which, got, got I mean, I'm kind of glad because I really like Gore Vidal, or I, I found his writing, I enjoyed his writing, and I like his attitude. So, or, I mean, he's passed now, but um, yeah. But I'm kind of glad that Kevin Spacey doesn't get to be the, the one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, do you know best yeah. supporting player? That's a good question. You know what? I, I, it was, it was a, it was like a super extra secondary character. Now I can't remember who it was. That's okay. Oh, shoot. I mean, I just wrote down Carrie Fisher. Well, yeah. I mean, it, she's, she's, she's barely in it. So that barely. counts. It barely. Stunt casting. Let's just get her name, just to put her name on the, is she her name on the poster? I don't remember. I don't know. But not. just, I feel, I, I feel like that, that was. I think that it was definitely stunt casting. Also, I think how fun for her to just play. Oh no! I mean, the, you know, she just, she's great. Asshole. It's fun. Yeah. We love we love it. We loved every second of yeah. her. But a, even a, that a waste. Yeah. But even Whoa, that, such a waste. Well, but even that detail, like it was a really funny scene. But then, like when Elizabeth Shue busts in there, you know, and is trying to get a role. Yeah. Like she's pulling her up her underwear, and it's like I don't know. Maybe that was just like a step too far. They like they, yeah. They were like over explaining their jokes. Like it was too little, like yeah. that. That's how I felt watching like like year one. I mean, it's, it's is that a, the idea of like you say the joke and then you're like explaining the joke after yeah. like I mean it it's a choice to just go will far. that hurt yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, well that just happened like yeah. I'm trying to think of who the other secondary type character I mean Kathy and Jamie it was fun to see her as a uh, tawny the costume it's like as, as great as all these people are it's like you just don't really get yeah we're not really getting to, to we're not we're not we're not getting to enjoy them i know you and, know and yeah i think there were other there were problems i have with it that relate to parody story joke telling yeah but then you just add in this very unfortunate ending that just does not age well and i kind of left with a feeling of like what the hell was that yeah and and no i would not watch this again yeah i'm good Nah. I'm glad I saw it. Kevin Klein has yeah, beautiful it's, mustache. It's been on my list for a while, and I, and I was thinking, going back to the beginning with, like, 
there not being like a lot of articles, retrospectives or, you know, takes on this one. I and I think it's why. I think it's an impact thing. Yeah. And and it's, really, it's a ton of great people. It's but a mystery. No one's it best. It's actually a mystery. <laughs> what is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. Um, any know. other thoughts? Um, it's a short one, you know. I'm good with that. Don't hate us. Yeah, I mean, we're actually really nice and cool. So you know, if 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 that's how if that's if that's the way it's gonna be, you're really missing out. I mean, we're really we're you know we're really (laughs) likable people. We just we just we have opinions. How dare you? You know, I just I just don't think reviewers. Uh, you know, I I just I just don't think they apologize enough. I don't think we apologize enough. Um, I think there's plenty of people who apologize. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, not that. Um, I think there's a lot of people who probably have seen this and and just, it's like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. You know, there's a, I I, I don't want to say like, it was like 58%. Let's say it's right around like the 60s, six out of 10 kind of realm. I mean, it's interesting that, I mean, we covered, right, Death Becomes Her. And I feel like Death Becomes Her has had more of like a, Oh wow, that's still really good. You yeah, know? like I think the the comedy yeah. stands up better. It does. I think, and they're so similar in tone and setting. Yeah, and I can't help but the compare you know this. people they, they give snippets of all sorts of scenes. Also, the you know you have the the, the yeah the build up of tension and the storylines, mm-hmm. the discoveries that happen. You know, there's mm-hmm. like there's the you know yeah well, the stakes a, mattered. Yeah. And know. these were none of these people were necessarily likable people either. But it's like you can still make an engaging story with with yeah. I, your characters don't have to be perfect. Yeah, I to mean, be I, I entertaining. I felt like they were deliberately trying to make these characters imperfect, but in such a way that still. But it still felt, had to have like a whole. It, it was still weirdly like we're trying to. It, yeah, like, yeah no, it, not that people should go flying to the windshield, but I mean, it's a yeah. movie, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Cowards, no, <laughs> no, but like you know, um, I don't. Know, maybe the series will, will could, it could redeem it. Well, it could yeah, it might go in a different. It might yeah. take a different tonal. Yeah, and I, I, I just don't think the slapstick thing really. Where it feels like they're trying to do yeah again like a noises off kind of hijinksy, mm-hmm. you know, burr, 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 kind of thing, and then it, it was, and then the soap opera. But then the soap opera itself was also like too bonkers and yeah. I don't know what to say. I it's I don't know. fine if you like it, but not not my cup of tea. Oh, no, like soap opera parody can be fun though. The Matt Berry thing, I can't remember what it's called. That's a great example. And then again, like like I'm thinking about well, you know, I'm who, thinking about Lake Bell yeah. and I, I was not saying like a million times, I was trying to say Lake Bell and children's hospital, you know. Yes. That. I'm not sure how maybe Tim Heidegger has done this, but I would trust somebody like Tim Heidegger that, to that do sensibility. A perfect sensibility parody. Like, yeah. because I think that's what's bugging. It's very serious, right? The yeah. stakes are real. Yeah, you know? like slow pushes. I mean, I yeah. sent this to you. We'll share it online the, because yeah. it's too good a clip not to share from Kevin Klein's experience working on soap operas. But that's the thing he described is like you'd have your last line and then you would just have to sort of sit there yeah. as this camera does a slow push on you and you can't really, can, can I interact? No, yeah. just kind of, so just kind of looking around, you know? Yeah. And then talking about how every line is is very, delivered very casually but full of exposition because they're constantly trying to bring people up to speed yeah. you know and like why uh conan and i haven't seen you since the plane crash yeah <laughs> you know? the- there's so much fun in that yeah and like, there's so much there's there's that itself it's like it's just like i don't know it's just yeah. such a missed i don't know yeah 
Oh, I, the it it looked so good in the I window, mean, but it just yeah. does it just doesn't have any flavor. It just struck me that that brief interview was funnier and more perf- parody pitch perfect. Yeah. Than this whole movie. Yeah, they were trying to turn it into this just it's slapstick over the top, yeah. winky winky, as opposed to like just it's just trust not, it, trust it. Like it, it, it's the earnestness that makes it funny. Yeah, it's the we're laughing yeah, at. Yeah, you know, it's the very thing like you know John Waters is doing with you know or like you look mm-hmm. at a, again like when on the verge with Pedro and El yeah. and like it's it's the it's they're taking these absurd stakes seriously yeah. and that's. What and makes there was it like funny. a tiny bit of it inside the sun Grounded. also sets in that like the the really butch guy comes yeah. in. He's like, I was doing leg lifts when father, you know, yeah. told me. Oh like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Accurate. That was perfect. And that's that is that's it'd been fun. more of that. More that's of more that, of that that stuff's fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you know, there there was a there was a sprinkle have on the ice fo- cream. Have we cone. apologized enough? I think we've apologized. No, I'm getting out the whips. <laughs> okay. Well, have you seen the Da Vinci Code? We're doing that thing. Oh, yes. We're doing the thing. We that, we're doing what that yes. guy does. Yeah. The self-flagellation. Yeah, it'll be very... Because we didn't like soap dish. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, post a video of that later. Oh. Us doing that. <laughs> In the streets. Why is she doing that? Oh, she didn't like soap dish. <laughs> she didn't like soap dish. <laughs> or we could be putting... And she's screen. sorry. Yeah. We're not that bad. No, we're not. God. You don't need to pelt us with fruit. I mean, fresh like... fruit, maybe, not <laughs> rotten fruit. I will yeah. take fresh fruit. I'll be like, mm, mm. run by fruiting. Mm. This is a run by fruiting. <laughs> a reference to a funnier Sally Field movie. To oh, and, and, a, and a spoiler for Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you're not mad at us, you can follow us on uh, social at Fresh Movie Pod on all the places. Oh my god! You could flame us on there too. I would you love to. Re- on, yeah. I would love to retweet a like please, a drag. Please start a flame. Sick war. burn. Yeah, we can handle it. You hate my voice. Tell me. It's. Fine. <laughs> I like your voice. You want to tell them about our email? You can email us at a breath of fresh movie at gmail dot com. That's right. Um, with questions, comments, concerns. Yeah. Compliments. Um, in the Promises show no- you don't intend to keep. Yes. Uh, and in the show notes, so you can find links to the Tea Public store where we got some shirts and mugs and shit. You know, we'll um, get another design up there eventually. I like my sweater very much. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah. do my shirt. Yeah. yeah. But I, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, look at this is my thing. Me. I got a thing. I got a thing too. Six ever. Oh, you're LA. Oh, hey, hello, fellow LA person. You I got know. A, you got a thing. I carry stickers. I around. got a thing too. I hand out our stickers at the least provocation. I'm like, I, do if it. I talk to somebody for more than like a minute, yeah. it's like, hey, can I give you something? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah. you know, had friends who were just, you know, mm-hmm. They they go to they you know go to my comedy show or something and then I go to the the women's restroom and I see Sticker one of their bomb. stickers on the yeah, the, the feminine the dispenser the fe- <laughs> the the feminine uh the the, the trash box the the trash. Li- the trash box for ladies yes oh uh, yeah that's a good place to put disposal was the word not yeah. dispenser the, the little the, yeah the, the little, trash box for ladies the little trash box for ladies well you can't flush that stuff you know well you sh- well you you know you shouldn't shouldn't. You, should, I mean, you know, but then it's awkward because then it's like sometimes they don't put like a little paper bag and the, the yeah. little trash box. And, and so it's, it's like, just like it's just naked. Yeah. But then there's stuff in there. And I'm like, 
guess I'm just piling on. Oh no. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't just have a paper bag on me. I can't I can't <laughs> rectify the issue. You know I, I don't know where storage is. You know my whatever. own little doggy bag. I'm walking. This one's mine. <laughs> Go to the, num, num. the dog park. You're like, this one's for me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. No, we're good. We're All done. Right.